This is the Mentality Podcast. Welcome to the Mentality Podcast. Thanks for listening. Um, we've got Chris O'Connor here, who's a writer first, friend second, probably an entertainer third. I think so, yeah. I'd say, yeah. That's fair. And, um, guilty. Guilty. Um, <laughs> I think we're going to just throw out the sponsors that, that make this show possible. Um MSC Nutrition, sponsor of the Leeds Rhinos, um, sponsor of various other different teams and um, we really appreciate her help. I've got a stack of MSC stuff in the kitchen from where we're doing it now and um, they're awesome. They look after every aspect of a professional athlete's diet, noting that the diet is the most important thing first. And also they're um, on the same type of wave as mentality, um, as looking after your mental health as much as your physical health, which is brilliant. And, and that's all down to Nick Edmonds, who's heading up MSC Nutrition. So I'd love to give them a shout out. Also UK Red Security. Now these guys offer a whole host of services for anything around your house, anything around your business, security-wise. Um, these guys have given us a massive boost to be able to sponsor the podcast and um, we are absolutely uh, grateful for, for all the help and, and stuff that they, they've offered to, to help us out in launching this. So that's a massive shout-out to UK Red Security. Um, so you can visit those two, mscnutrition.co.uk and ukredsecurity.co.uk. And um, without further ado, I think we'll start start the podcast there. Um, we'll start waffling and, and talking. This one's going to be a bit, a bit of an interesting one. I think we're going to cover various different thing, things. Chris, actually, um, we were introduced to Chris um, about three months ago, maybe longer, four months ago. Um, and we were introduced to him because Chris wrote a play called Life and Soul, um, which is without putting any spoilers out there or anything, is is quite a, a magnificent monologue um, where Chris actually um, details different um, stories and aspects of someone suffering um, with mental health and, and everything and how that kind of leads on to different things. I won't spoil that, but it's, it's brilliant. And we plan to do more work with Mentality in the future for that. Uh, and he also has wrote a load of other plays for Red Ladder Theatre in Leeds and has, I guess, various other interesting aspects that you do Chris don't you uh, I don't know if you want to jump in on that and, and let us know what what you might have coming up and 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 what your kind of interests are yeah well I just um just finished another play about uh radicalization um but about the IRA for a change so normally it's about the British Muslim community whenever you hear of terrorism things like that um but yeah we I did that play that finished a few weeks ago in Sheffield and hopefully we'll be coming back out um dependent on funding and stuff um and then as well as that, I've got another piece with a theatre company called Riptide, um, which will be a new kind of immersive piece of theatre. And hopefully, if we get it all right, can't say too much about it, but it could be a bit groundbreaking as well. So, Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, yeah, and there's another piece about uh, a Greek tragedy based on the Furies, who are Greek goddesses of justice, um, waiting for funding on that one as well. So a few in the pipeline. So this, yeah, opportunities really. Yeah. Um, so I guess the, the whole different kind of things you've just mentioned there... Um, that's quite a vast, I don't know, kind of a broad a broad selection of, of different players. How do you actually know that much about everything? Because every time I meet Chris for a coffee, um, it's, it tends to be a groundbreaking meeting um, <laughs> where he delivers a whole host of knowledge to me 
and really enjoy it and that's why we're kind of thinking this podcast is is a thing to do and I guess um, we mentioned beforehand that it'd be good to unpack a few of the things um, that led into the grand final um, Leeds Rhinos winning the grand final um, beating Cass who, who would not beat for four, t- four times in a row and eight times in a row actually mm. um, over the few years um, and also uh, my little uh, up and down journey let's say going into that um, so these coffees are good and we wanted to bring it to a podcast um, and kind of give people a bit of a taste and um, I guess something that, that, that people can listen to and find useful I guess Chris yeah man it's always I think like yourself I've been kind of open about some of the struggles I've had mm. and uh, I think when you kind of get to some dark places there's a few ways you can go and I saw it even in the darkest moments as like, like things aren't going well. So it's almost like an opportunity to try and get better. Yeah. So you kind of go on this journey. Um, and then, so I think we had some similar things with like Wim Hof and stuff like yeah. that. I came across all these sorts of people um, and you take little bits from all these sort of things and kind of find out what works for you. Um, but I remember your article that came out on BBC Sport was one of the things I found as well. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think it was a it was a help for me and a help for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and quite interesting, I think that's one of the things we mentioned when we went for a coffee was that that journey you've been on was almost identical to what you went on from the whole game to the mm-hmm. grand final, but in the space of a week. It was like yeah. a kind of microcosm <laughs> of everything you've done intensified in I one week know. period. Yeah. So like, yeah. I can imagine now for you, it's still a bit weird reflecting on it all. Mm. Um yeah, it's. I mean, because we did that BBC interview, um, I think it was less than a week, or just after my operation, less than a week after that grand final, and um, I kind of had to reflect on it then, and and obviously when you mentioned that about the the kind of the journey that I'd been on over the last few years being mm. intensified into one week, it, it was very hard to process it, and um, people actually don't understand how. I, how I did play with the shoulder um, and I've just had news obviously that, that I've been to see the surgeon and it's shoulder's coming on brilliant yeah? I'm sat here using it and um, throwing it around and stuff but the surgeon said it was looking fantastic he said that um, you know it was quite remarkable how, how well it had come on Amazing. in the three weeks post-op because um, of the work he'd had to do he said he had to earn his keep and, and what he had to do so you know it's it, that's quite astounding to me um, but I almost think I mean there's, there's so many different things to talk about on, on that week and stuff but I almost think that I, I didn't really conceptualise what had happened um, in post dislocation um, which kind of enabled me to just pick up that belief and um, use the power of that to, to be able to turn out for the grand final And um, Do you think you could have done it if you hadn't been on the journey you'd been on? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so because they were one. They were kind of a moment or a few moments where, you know, I, I guess they were kind of my belief were breaking down, and you know, there's only so many times you can you can bang your head against the wall wanting to do something and wanting to make things happen until you just kind of admit that enough is enough. Um, and I had a few of those moments, I guess, in post-dislocation. Um, but I think that when you go to that, that spot or that, that, you know, that deep place where you're scraping the barrel, there's almost a, a built-up ability where you can come straight back up and everything 
there was everything to offer really it was all online really there's one more game the grand final you know it one more week to to kind of pick myself back up and do it and um maybe that that is that you know that ability to kind of bounce back or um bring yourself out of it and um I probably have the things you mentioned with Wim Hof and who won the last podcast podcast I did which I found in- incredible speaking yeah, to him inspiration isn't he yeah um I mean all stuff like that and you know he's crazy but yeah, yeah, he's crazy. In a good way, exactly, like, but yeah. it's like he's put into a a positive avenue in it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so there's there's all those things you, that you encounter and different things with meditation and things that you know Sam Harris will mention or um, that you look at through you know different people um, that kind of help you to to either come out of that spot. Or know that it's it's not always going to be like that, you know. No no moments the same. So so if if we if we go back a little bit before the injury, then how did you feel building up to the whole semi final? Because obviously you think the journey you've been on, there do you kind of were you conscious of this is it? Hopefully we get back to a grand final again, um, which is going to be a huge one against Cass. Yeah, before the semi. Yeah. The what semi. did you feel like going into that game? Um, it's it's weird because. Obviously, before before games, you're nervous. Before most, you know, all games, really, you're nervous. There's a certain level of of um, nervous energy that you get before any game. Mm. Um, but before that semi final, I remember being really on edge, and it, it wasn't so much a, a on a bad on edge, but it was almost a, a ready to to launch into it and, and to go for it. Um, it was something I was very conscious of. I didn't let it run away with me or, you know, I didn't get worried or anxious about it, but I was I was conscious of it and, and I kind of directed that into into the game. And I think that was similar to to a lot of the boys, you know, been on that kind of journey over the 2016 period where we were finding ourselves at the bottom of the table and, and now all of a sudden, you know, on the flip side of that, next year, we're in we're in um, grand final territory almost, yeah. you know, we're nearly yeah, there. Yeah. It's like you're almost on the edge of your seat, um, building, building for that climax, and um, and we'd hit form at the right time for that game as well. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah. yeah, obviously that was going to be a huge test. Mm, it, um, it, it was, and I think um, obviously with Magsy, Rob, you know, it was their last yeah, yeah. hit out at Headingley. Always makes you do you feel pressure. I also do you feel pressure. There you go. Can't lose it for yeah. <laughs> how well, bad would that be? I think, like, how I deflating? Think, I think that is. I think you know it, it would have been so deflating, and and you probably don't have it at front of your mind, but there's almost that energy or that kind of thing you can't quite put your finger on that kind of bit is able to to lift you up to to be able to. Um, yeah, I was mm. I, I quite related to in a game situation. You know, I quite relate the ability to to know you're in pain and know how hard it is. But to carry on, it's very similar to um, any meditative practice that, that that you might do. It's you know that you might sit down and meditate and want to get up and go out and do something, or you, you might be thinking about what you need to do tomorrow. But it's almost a similar ability in a game where you've made four tackles in a row and you're running back and your winger drops ball, or you know they've <laughs> they're forced to drop out. There's that moment in a game where you're almost like. Wow, this is hard. Mm. This is hard, but it's just kind of knowing it. You know, you obviously know it, you feel it, but right, put that to side. You don't focus too much on that. You focus on exactly what you've got to do. Um, so I think it almost 
um, that's that's very heightened really in 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 those semi-final situations and and it's it's quite uh, it's it's quite brilliant. It's quite brilliant. Yeah, you see it quite a lot in sport, don't you? I mean, I'm not saying this is the case, but Leeds United at the moment are on quite a bad run, mm. and um, I think it was Sheffield United manager said to his players at half-time. He said this after a game. He said. If we score a goal here, they won't like it. Leeds were 1-0 up at half-time. Mm. Sheffield United scored a goal and they went on to win 2-1. Um, and there's this perception that the players at the moment, that if things go against them, they might not be responding in the mm. right way. I don't know if that's true or not, but it seems like you've got to have mental strength. That Yeah, say if there's an error, um, if you're under repeat sets, a lot of pressure, that you've yeah. got to just kind of ignore it and just move on and be present in the moment. Go, okay, yeah, we've, got to, we've got to defend yeah. another set of six here. Let's not yeah. let our heads drop. Yeah, um, you've, yeah. You, you've also, I mean, you've almost got to be. You've got to know that's going to happen. You know, I, I don't go into a game, or many other players don't go into a game, and I think, oh, it's going to be all right. This, you know, I, I probably, I probably build it up too much, or think I have to be um, too good every week. You know, and I put that pressure on myself, but but almost that kind of serve you to a level where you can. Um, I guess play you not not bother about all that stuff yeah, whether yeah. it's going to be really hard or whether you get a whack around chops or whether you, you split your eye or whatever because you just you know that's going to happen and it's part of it so it's it's like you just get on with it and and accept it as part of of what the whole package is and was it weighing on you in that whole game that the grand final was taken from me a few years ago and I'm one game away again from it yeah were you it trying was, to put um, that out of your mind or yeah, like when when I'd come off injured. No, but in like in the match like before, like before the game, do you think right we win this and I'm back? Mm, I don't th- I don't think it was. I thought I think it would just get through this game, get through the game, win the game, do exactly what I needed to there, and then we'd be in that position. Um, but I think the the nature of how it happened again, which was you know not far from the end, and yeah, it was towards the, the end of the game. Yeah, the, the full shift in, it was it was very um, and we were under a bit of pressure at that point as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it was just a very similar thing. I had to get up. You know. That moment then, when the tackle with the impacts, did you know straight away? Yeah, it felt dreadful. Yeah, <laughs> it felt dreadful. And you were like, "This is." Yeah. Did when was at what point did you think I'm out the grand final? I'm out the World Cup. Did you think that almost straight away? Or um, I kind of felt it, and it really. Uh, and I can remember med, med were kind of on the floor, and uh, it were like. I would just I, I couldn't I couldn't use my left arm at all, and I thought and I'd heard the crack like the, it cracked out back you know back of my socket, and uh, the physios came on, and and the, and the medical staff and they were asking me if I'm alright you know I'm be alright like it's almost like a um, a hopeful mm. uh, you know kind of query, and I was like I wasn't even talking to him at that time I was just like no it's you know kind of not really thinking too much into it knew it was bad and then I came off and um, you know that was a, a, quite a, a desolate time that when I was just sat I was just sat on the physio bed a game's still going on at this point game's still like, going yeah, yeah. on like everything's still going on and um, I think it was just just less than 10 minutes left so you know I was sat on the physio bed and I kind of you know just not not reacting to anything, I was just doing going through the motions, lying up physio bed, taking my shirt off, and I was like not registering it almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
just responding and 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 kind of just thinking right it's happened <laughs> um it's happened again it's happened again yeah. yeah yeah and uh yeah they were like and did they try and put it in straight away like, yeah they were trying but I, I knew i knew it wouldn't go in because 2013 when i'd done it it wouldn't go back in um so when when it <laughs> went over there and, and they were trying to put it back in i had, had the antinox and stuff so that was sending me a bit funny and I was like, this isn't this isn't gonna work. You know, I was saying this isn't gonna work. Um, so we had to resort to go into the hospital and And what point do you find out that Leeds have won? Has someone um, come down and told you or I think the physio'd come in. Um I think physio'd was it like, do you want the good news or the bad news? <laughs> yeah. And bad I, news his shoulders gone. But... Yeah. The bad news was was very apparent apparent, you know, yeah, it yeah. was very apparent that. Um physio come in and, and said we'd won and stuff and I'd heard all I heard all chants and stuff like that um, but I was just in my own kind of zone mm. really I think and I was like trying to deal with what I had to deal with um, and that's probably what I needed to be um, not too reactive but all the more all the more just considering really so did they take you straight to hospital pretty much within like an hour or yeah I got I got to I got to the hospital within within that hour probably and uh it was you know it was quite a um got to 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 a and e and and got through and stuff and um skipped the queue i guess <laughs> there wasn't that much pain um but i got in and and kind of had some more knocks and stuff but there was a level of pain there which i was getting on with and it it's funny because i was so i was just like you know my parents were there and, and Ben Harper physio who's a good mate of mine now he was there and uh, my dad said uh, he's funny because I didn't want to hear it and my dad said oh he's a MotoGP fan mm-hmm. um, it's alright he'd be right Mark Marquez um, got back on his bike the week after dislocating his shoulder and, and won the race you'll be alright and I'm just thinking it's a little different <laughs> I'm dad. just thinking <laughs> dad he doesn't have to yeah. put his shoulder Slight in front of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, and my dad's like, oh, he has to wrestle a bike around. It's like wrestle a ball and stuff. And I was like, oh, man. Um, and is anyone talking? Is it like the elephant in the room at the grand finals next week? Is anyone talking to you at this point? They're like, it's not looking good. Or is anyone saying, or they're saying, let's just have a look at it? Or Yeah, I mean, it probably was that. It probably was the elephant in the room. It was just, I was just like, I wasn't like entertaining anything. I was, honestly, I was just like, so down and um, just going through the motions basically yeah, yeah. I was just going through the motions um, I think my mum and dad were upset but they were obviously trying to put a brave face on yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think it's it's just as gutting for them um, you know to, to see that and they just they couldn't believe it you know they, they, were, they were like um, Alex Winters who comes and watches quite a lot with his little boy and he was saying how gutted he was and, and, and my mum was telling the tale of of how much like you know I just couldn't, couldn't believe it and, it and I think it, it was probably just as hard for them to, to see it mm. um, so it you know it was quite a, it was quite a telling telling time where I can imagine your phone's probably going off at this point as well now, yeah right? and I didn't even I didn't even look at my phone yeah yeah I just had my I think I had my phone in, in my pocket or in my bag or something I just it was almost I was just detached from it yeah, that's yeah, kind of yeah. that's probably what 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 I had to do just kind of detach from it and uh, and go through go through the motions of moving on to a different bed going into sitting in, in the A&E and 
and just and just wait really. A few doctors coming in and saying, "Oh, we're gonna have a try and put it back in," and um, you know, there were that certain pain where it were out, and it had been tried once, and I kind of got, <laughs> I got into the A and E bit, and and they said, "Oh, we're gonna have another go," and they'd give me the um, propofol, which is like the what Michael Jackson. Um, ended up taking towards the end of his life and um it kind of just puts you out like it's like a morphine thing is yeah it? it's like yeah, a, yeah. it's another level and it kind of you have no whereabouts of you know you, you're awake but you're more or less asleep yeah yeah and they'd been yanking on my shoulder for 40 minutes trying to put it back in and i'd come back from wherever i'd been <laughs> and um i was like wow what is that pain like i'd had, had a drip of morphine and i'm on the antinocs and that i'm like this is ridiculous. I thought this is like obviously I was thinking, why is my shoulder not back in? I've come back and my mum mm. and dad had been out, and I'm like, oh my god, what is going on? Um, it's so still I, Friday night then. It's like early this hours. Is, or? This is probably just turning Saturday morning, yeah, okay, around yeah. around twelve. And I was just like, no way, this pain is. I can't. What am I? Because we're on morphine and stuff, and it still was like yeah, and, and the. Uh, and she, the nurse, bless her, she was brilliant. She was saying, oh, she was right worried and panicking because it was that bad. Um, sounded a bit soft, really, though. But um, <laughs> she was saying, uh, I've given him enough to knock out a ball. I don't know why, why it's not working. <laughs> and um, obviously on Antinox and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that, 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 that bit there, I think I dealt with it for a bit. And then at like 3am, I was like, wow, I've... I've, I've just literally just it was almost like I just I just had to accept it and I thought I was going to say did any it. of the things you've kind of like talking about meditation or stuff mm. like that did any of that come into play at this point or there were a few times where I concentrated on my breath um, and I was just like very aware of what was going on and I was I was obviously drugged up to nines yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I was I was like I was coping with it I'm coping with it and, and obviously I was very aware of the pain and then it came to like 3, 4 a.m. And I just said, oh, I can't do it. Do you know what I mean? I give in to it kind of. Mm. There was still that, you know, there's all these different things. Like you say, you know, any meditative practice or any kind of thing where you're just trying to be aware of what's going on. You all of a sudden just kind of go, right, sweet, that's it. You know, you all you, all these efforts where you're just constantly putting up to to fight it or to, to, to not feel the pain. I just kind of... I just kind of broke down with it and give in to it and that were it and uh, you know I wasn't happy I was very upset with it but it's like that was kind of the turning point for when I stopped um, I were able to speak to the doctor I was speaking to the doctors really clearly um, and there was a situation where they were saying oh we can't really take the antinox up to the ward and stuff and, and I negotiated with him saying you've got to make an exception because it's that bad I can you imagine I mean? you were very calm and reasoned y during this negotiation do you know what <laughs> and, and, and it's funny because there was outbursts and stuff before like before that time there was outbursts I was saying you know I, I was swearing and I was I was being I wasn't being rude but I was just being like I was saying to my mum you need to go and talk to him and you need to go and speak to him and stuff and um, but it took the turning point at three or four a.m. and I said, right, get you know the the young the young guy the doctor was on there and you need to make a an exception here and and I, I was actually quite reasonable and I think that's why I ended up doing it because I was saying to him, look, I'm on this much morphine, I'm on the antinox like constantly, 
Um, and I can still hold the conversation with you and tell you how much pain I'm in. <laughs> and he, um, he ended up making the exception. And, and that's when I ended up going up to the ward and just lying awake till till 10 a.m. Because I know there were a lot of news stories that came out after um, when you gave a few of the interviews after the grand final that were saying Stevie Ward was going to pack in rugby league, Wardy mm. was going to give it all up. Mm. And I know in those moments often you do get, you know, that voice in your head can say things like, oh, this is it, I can't do this. And yeah. I know now, like kind of learned through some of these techniques as well, that that voice in your head is not always real. Mm. And in the mm. moment you might think something's real, but, but yeah. it might not be 12 hours later. Yeah, exactly, but exactly. is it around this point you started thinking, I just can't keep putting myself through all this or... Yeah, uh, yeah, that is, yeah. It is. I mean, you are drugged up as well at this yeah, point. Yeah, I know, <laughs> like, I know. And that's, some, and that's something, like we're all in a very um, clear conversation moment actually. Um, around that time, three o'clock, and I was just saying, you know, like you say, you you get that kind of, you know, the the kind of chimp, you know, the chimp voice or, you know, the inbuilt voice, uh, which serves like survival needs or whatever, and that would probably come into me and saying, right, probably probably time to to chill out with this, <laughs> with this rugby, it's causing you a lot of stress and stuff, and 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 that's what, you know, I kind of held with quite a bit of conviction and I was telling my mum and dad like yeah it's probably it this is probably it um, and and they were saying look you you know you're in, you're in a lot of stress you can't really see much going forward um, don't make a decision now and, and I said yeah I completely understand that but that's exactly what I'm feeling right now um, and it was it wasn't like a release or it wasn't like a you know decision which I thought this is going to happen and, and, and everything's going to fall into place after it. It was just like, a, it was like, all right, th this might happen. Do you know what I mean? This this could, you know, this could be a decision. That's exactly, you know, that's, that's how I felt at that time, which you probably wouldn't say anyone was kind of wrong for that. Um, well, I think anyone would, like, I think what you did is, is said what a lot of people would have been thinking, but probably wouldn't say. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like the mm -hmm. week after. And it's good. To, so like everything you're saying, I think, anyone can relate obviously we're not all going to be playing in Super League finals like mm. I play Kirkstall goals five aside it's not the same kind of level <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's still, still fun, still <laughs> fun. Yeah. Um, but those kind of voices in that darkest moment uh, where you were like okay pack it in I can imagine a lot of people have had those sort of moments in their lives um, but yeah from then onwards then right so we're now 3-4am you're thinking oh, I can't keep putting myself through this um, you're, you're in the ward now is that right upstairs yeah, Does so, anyone make the Stevie Ward Ward joke? Or? <laughs> yeah, we're getting lost. What, yeah. what ward is it? Is it Stevie Ward? Or is it what, what ward? Um, but obviously, we, that was that was another tale as well. Obviously, I was on Antinox, and uh, I was kind of, I was kind of just like, I don't know. I was, I was travelling through these different realms on the way to Ward. <laughs> And then it ran out, oh, it's run out, no, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, it's killing me. Um, but we got up there and, and I got, all, for some reason I got a lot, a lot more relaxed then. Um, and, I, and my mum stayed with me and I was just chatting to her. And um, Yeah, that, that's kind of, that's kind of when I picked my phone up then mm. and kind of had a look at messages and stuff and yeah, some of the messages from boys and, you know, you know, bit family and, and other friends and stuff. You know, it was you know, it was some like some emotional night that, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was you know, it was 
it was almost like it was just like, hmm, that's that. Do you know what I mean? Like that. That's that kind of. I still had that them feelings where, like, oh, you know, what am I gonna do? Do you know? But did part of was it starting to like read the messages from people? Was it starting to be like, oh, maybe? No, no, not even yet. At that point, it was like you were just trying, how I've just got to come to terms with. Yeah, it was coming. Yeah, that's what it was. It was this coming is to happening terms again. Yeah, and and a lot of messages were like, you know, I don't know what to say in that, and I'm like, Phew. I mean, you know, it's you know when people don't just say, <laughs> when people don't just say, oh, sorry to hear about that, mate, and you'll, you you know you'll be right and you'll have another one and stuff. People send you messages and they're like, oh, mate, I, you know, I don't know how to what to say right now and stuff. It's like, yeah, that's some kind of gutting like feeling to have it's tough isn't it because there's always like cliches people say but doesn't always help in the moment mm, exactly. but I think even if people don't know what to say saying something is yeah oh yeah is, is a help in it, it, like, it, it I mean it was it was almost you know it was kind of nice to hear it you know what I mean yeah, I'm glad yeah. they sent me the messages but it, it was just kind of the magnitude of, of what had happened and, and obviously all the past what had happened up to that point they kind of that came into play and into their message do you know what I mean and um, it was you know, it was a very. Uh, there any that stand out or anything? Or um, I remember Ollie was sent sent me one. Um, he said something like that, mate. You know, I'm kind of not sure what to say right now, but um, just something along the lines of "Hope you're okay and I'll see you soon" or whatever. Um, Singo was sending me some messages or you know, putting some on 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 Twitter, um, just kind of outlining the the performance and. Uh, you know my performance, I guess up up till up yeah, till. Yeah, he scored day. the opening try, didn't you? Yeah, I guess um, it must be weird, a bit weird for them as well, because they don't. You, do you reckon they felt they don't want to celebrate too much? But yeah. obviously they're back in the grand final. And I still thought, ah, oh, and that, that's like something that, that came into my head. I'm like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't want, I don't want them to have to think, oh, you know, he's <laughs> he's he's gone and done it again. Um, <laughs> which yeah, is, like cheers, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've done it again, and that. But it was, you know, and there's only so much to do, and then it's like you've got to crack on. Do you know what I mean? And um, yeah, that's 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 the nuts and bolts of it. We just like come into terms with it, I guess. Um, so this which, is like Saturday morning time, is now. Yeah, it? yeah, Saturday morning time. Um, Your shoulders still out. Shoulders out. I'm sat there like pillows under my shoulder and that trying to make it a little bit comfier and that and I was you know just kind of getting through the night somehow I don't know I don't know how I got through it because um, I didn't sleep a wink and my mum didn't sleep a wink bless her either um, so it were it, it were a weird it was a weird contrast to obviously what had happened the week after and um, mm. you know that's that's why we can have this conversation so I guess, I guess why, why we can have it because it's it, you know it's such a contrast and um, you know it's it's quite nice to talk through it actually because uh, it kind of makes it a little bit more more real and probably process you know it's good to process it in in that kind of fashion. Yeah, yeah. So, what point then? So your shoulder gets put back in at some point, right, on this Saturday. Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah, it's Saturday ten AM. It got put back in, and you've like haven't slept all night. No, not slept all night, and uh, 
you know, by that time I was just, you know, I just kind of accepted it, what what, what was going to happen and a few conversations. And did, um, you, did you planned out in your, in your sort of mind, all right, this is going to be next, I'm going to have to be injured next week and... Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't do too much thinking about that. I kind of just, you know, the, the, the kind of plans for the future had flickered by thinking, oh, I'm going to have to do rehab for it, you know, to get it back fine and, and working and stuff. And, but I don't really want to have to do it. And, you know, kind of that things were coming into my head. Um, but I didn't really think too much into it. I just thought, get it back in. Um, and we'll see where we are. And yeah. see where we are. Yeah. I mean, I'd, because World Cup must have still been on your mind as well at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of... I, I didn't even... I didn't even, like... It was grand final. That was kind something of, that had... Yeah, had, yeah. Had, had, you know, the kind of grand final was the immediate short-term thing. And then the World Cup were too much... Almost too much to... To even comprehend yeah, at that point. Yeah. I thought there's no point even thinking about that. Um, there's this big thing that, that I'm gonna have to kind of get over and and deal with, and then obviously um, I had a few conversations with, with Brian Mack and um, the doc and different stuff like that when I was you know a little bit out of it really. Um, it almost won't go in. I would I would desolate. You know I was just like you know when you speak to people and um, you don't really you're just kind of talking and you're not you're not thinking too much in in the kind of flow of the conversation mm. you're just answering and you're just kind of saying what you need to going through the motions sort yeah of, right? exactly and and I'm never normally like that but then I was just like <laughs> you know it is what it is and um and that was that really with 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 talking to, to other people I was just kind of in my own little bubble um but then obviously it came time to to go down for uh, to to get it put back in, and it was, you know, it, 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 I was, by that time I was, I was having a laugh with with some nurses and stuff, and you know, putting a smile on the face, and there wasn't this like there there wasn't this kind of you know mad like or you know kind of um I think the right word, but kind of like underlying disappointment it was just like right you know what, what's next what's what am I going to do um but I kind of went down went down to to theatre and uh, there was this male I think it was a male nurse who was chatting and stuff and you're a wakey fan and um I kind of ch- talking to him and stuff and I just said to him I says uh what do you reckon then grand final next week as a joke, kind of. As like. a joke, yeah, 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 like a real tongue-in-cheek thing. Rugby if, league player first, entertainer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly that, exactly that. And he were like, um, and I was thinking, obviously, he's gonna like, he's gonna like just give me some kind of like wry smile and you know, kind of joke back with me and mm. stuff like that. But he just went, yeah, yeah, why not? Um, obviously, it depends how much damage you've done, which was like the the overriding factor for if I'd be able to play or not. But he says. Um, yeah, why not? You, you could give it a go. So I'm like, I said, are you joking? <laughs> are you, and he says, no, no, you, you know, you, you'll, you, you can see what it's like. And normally when you speak to um, people at hospital, when you've had a big injury like that, they'll be like, no, no way. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like yeah. different, completely different to if you spoke to a physio who's, who's seen a player play when he shouldn't be playing and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And he said that, Wow. You know, it kind of shocked me a bit because I couldn't even move my arm at all. 
And I'm like, wow, that's a bit, that's a bit different to here. And then I kind of went to sleep. Um, you know, they, they put it back in and I woke back up uh, in the ward. And uh, I don't know if that kind of made a bit of a difference. Um, do you know to hear that just before? Yeah, I, yeah. I, did, I kind of had it back in place. So if he'd have gone like, oh, no chance, mate, you know, yeah. it's going to take three months or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know, I don't know if that kind of just flicked a little bit of a, a little bit of a switch. Massive shout out to that guy. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, I hope he kind of gets in touch after this. Um, and and <laughs> yeah, takes a bit of credit. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously. I, I come back up and 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 then I'd got home um, that afternoon, and that that Saturday is a bit of a blur really. I can't even you know it's a bit of a weird blur that I can't even remember remember much of. Um, so yeah, that I mean that takes us to to the Sunday really, where um, we're talking you know, at various different people and um, feeling a bit sorry for myself, I guess. Uh, but I think I think with it being kind of all or nothing, um, and and I think Brian Mack had said you know there might be a chance of playing and stuff, and you know Brian Mack said that when I'd done my knee and I go on crutches, <laughs> I can't find, you, know, <laughs> you take that with a bit of pinch and of salt. So I kind of oh, yeah might might be able to yeah, um, but I think just I think the the one thing that that. And this were this this were more of of the possibility of not quitting because I still thought you know I might I might be quitting here, you know just getting different feels from different people and talking to different people, and um, I'd been texting Singo a bit, and I'd been texting Cuffbo a bit, um, and 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 one of our old doctors, uh, John Power, who works at FA now with England football, um, and a few others as well. There were quite a few others. Um, but there's some things like that that I kind of went through. Um, I think almost my 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 past problems with shoulders and my ability to play with them it give it it give me a bit of confidence. Do you know what I mean? That you and, could kind of cope and yeah. I mean, I was texting single like saying, uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do and stuff, and you know, kind of coming back saying how's it feeling and stuff and I was texting Cuffbow and he was saying oh, um, you can't give up because give up we're not going to give up on you which is quite a big thing mm. to hear I know a lot of people um, go through a bit and uh, they don't have many people to to kind of have to to support them or push them back up but you know what to, to hear that is, is, is a real big boost and it's a bit of support and, and that kind of helped me and then I was talking to Singo, you know, saying, you're know, thinking about it, mate. It's like, um, you know, I, I'd, I'd done my AC joint when I was, um, I think, 11 years old at school playing Bulldogs. Two weeks later, Cherwell Chiefs were playing Featherstone Lions. And this was a nothing game. It was a game in the league. Mm. And it was like, I felt I needed to play in it because I didn't want to let all boys down and that I didn't want us to get beat by that much and I'd, I'd put these massive pads on and bubble wrap on the AC joint and I'm this is this is when I'm 12 years old and I thought back to that I thought you know why did I do that I can't believe I did that and then I thought you know I started getting these pains in my shoulders when I was 15 um, which were turned out to be 
you know, slap tears really, which I played on with since up till I was about 18. Um, I kind of thought back to that. I thought, right, I've done all that in the past and I've just got on with it and deal with it. You know, why can't, you know, if, if there's gonna, ever going to be a game or an instance where I don't let this affect me or, or I can go and play... It's gonna probably be a grand final, yeah, not, yeah. not an under twelves game against <laughs> Fever St Lions. Um, and I can remember in that that games, um, actually in, in particular, a particular instance, there were this massive kid who were running at me, and uh, I can remember thinking, "Oh my god, he's running right, bad shoulder here." <laughs> and I put my shoulder in front of him, tackled him, and got up and played on. I can just remember that kind of image running through my head. I thought, "Wow." Oh, Okay, um, I did that then. Surely that must have some bearing. Um, and I thought, you know, this is it. I need to have a crack here. And I think there's some, there's some like I put some stuff on Instagram where I text me Cuffbo saying, you know, I'm gonna play. I'm just gonna play. Here. Mm. And uh, and it, you know, you need to, you need to believe it to see it, as Conor McGregor says. Um, and that kind of just meant for right that's it I'm playing my aunties had been over and, and it was almost like this kind of you know we'll come see Stevie and it was like this kind of um, like the, you know it was just almost like feeling sorry for me and I was like I'm sick of like I'm sick of these situations <laughs> do you know what I mean I've had so many condensed yeah, situations yeah. where people have to come and feel sorry for me um, I was like you know, I'm not I'm not doing it I'm not I'm not going to do it I'm not, I'm not going to let it happen again and uh yeah it was it was all it was a turning point that was a big turning point and i thought you know you, you've got to have that belief behind you it, you can't just say you know that belief will will happen you can do things to help it and and to change your kind of subconscious mind or you you know your mindset towards something you want to do do you can do little things there's loads of different things you can do but i just thought this is it i'm going to believe it here I think everything else, you know, from my past or whatever, mm. kind of backed it up, which then set me on for, for the rest of the week to, to go and play, I guess. Yeah, man, I think you kind of touch upon, um, I've had this argument a few times with people about like the law of attraction, right? Yeah. And I think there's like a, there's like a hard and soft version of that. And like the hard version is like, oh, if you believe you're going to be a millionaire, keep visualising it. <sighs> You know, it's going to happen. Mm. Hasn't happened for me yet. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. But like there is a definitely like a, a soft version to it where you think like if you really do believe and visualise things I'm I'm a big fan of visualisation and stuff like that you yeah. give yourself the best opportunity you yeah. can get to, to make these things happen Yeah. so I'm sure Conor McGregor you know he talks a lot still a bit raw talking about him after the Mayweather defeat still getting <laughs> over that but you know he he talked a lot about visualising being a two weight world champion UFC and he did it yeah. he also visualised beating Floyd Mayweather Yeah. and he didn't happen but he gave himself the best opportunity of making it happen. Mm -hmm. So I think having that kind of singularity of belief, visualisation, I am going to play the grand final, was massive in, yeah. in helping you achieve it. Yeah, um, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, I, you know, you, you, I think it's it's almost like some people talk about law of attraction and everything in the universe conspiring for that to work. Mm. Whether that's true or not, you know, it's you, you can't really who's to say that that's true or not. But um, well, I always think, what happens, right? If two boxers fight each other, 
and then both visualise winning the same bout. <laughs> yeah, no. well, Someone's got to... So, yeah, I can no. toss a coin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, they're both, they're both visualising it here. What's, what's going to happen? They can't both win. Um, I'm not so sure that kind of works, but I think Damien Hughes, is, who's, who's on a Mentality podcast, um, which we'll probably release in, in kind of short succession with this one, mm. um, he talks about retic- reticular activating system and that's kind of if you if you go out and look at a car and you set your mind on that car, the next thing you're gonna do when you go out for a drive is see all those cars that, that that you want. And it's kinda like I had that in my head and, and it's good that I spoke to Damon before. Um and I plan on keeping in touch with him, um the sports psychologist that yeah, yeah. helped with England and, and everything. Um but I thought, right, I'm gonna set this mindset now. I'm playing. Everything that's gonna happen this week is going to allow me to play and mm. it's going to enable me to be on the field on that Saturday night and um, you know it's going to be remarkable I'm going to do it mm. and uh, I think there's so much in that and you know like you say two boxes fighting each other visualising the same thing you know it's you know what's going to happen but I think these things that, that you can set out to control or to eventually reach it, it, it really does help and yeah massively man and like yeah. visualisation is a big tool in a lot of meditation mm. um, and there's enough studies to show that there are actually changes in the, the brain that kind of happen when you visualise yeah. things and I think even if you visualise exercising you, you actually change yeah, yeah. how your physiology is briefly and stuff so mm. yeah it's really really powerful tool and I guess this is like Sunday Monday start of the week you said you made the decision you're like no I am going to play mm. Um because I think on Monday you'd been ruled out online or something. Yeah. I'd seen it. Yeah, I think I sent you an email. I told you at the yeah. coffee shop the other day. I feel like a dick now. Yeah. <laughs> Played in the final. He's yeah. fucking uh, buying. Don't know. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah. So obviously everyone else, you're probably getting loads more outpouring here. Like people saying, yeah. "Oh, Wardy's out." Um, and that were that was strange. It was like almost was that leaked or was that just like some people just make headlines from? Um, it was funny how it worked because. Um, so on Saturday, Sunday, I'd, I were done with all that kind of the messages and stuff, and you and need to put this. that behind you. At yeah, this point, I, I, were done, I were done with it. I were, I were done with it. I thought, you know, I'm playing. If there's any chance of me um, actually playing, it's me saying I'm playing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think a lot of the boys and Brian Mack had gone over um, to the to the press conference in in Old Trafford at around the same time as when I were going over to see the surgeon um, in Cheshire. Uh, and and see him, so you know Mac will have delivered that press conference thinking, yeah, he's probably not, probably after speaking to me on phone, I think he's probably not going to be in for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Cuffer was saying, oh, you know, kind of thinking, hoping that that he'd have a chance and stuff. But what came out was that I were ruled out, and obviously that came out, and you know, like you say, you'd message me, a load of people would message me, you know, tons of messages, and and I'm not even, you know. This might be a chance to say I'm sorry that I didn't reply, but I'm not a bit of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, to to you, Chris, and to <laughs> to, uh, to everyone who, who messaged me, because it was kind of something that that I wasn't even I wasn't even taken into account. I just thought, yeah, you know, I'm I'm, I'm playing. Um, so I, I I mean I went to see that, the surgeon, and uh, it was, you know, surgeons and consultants they have to be wary and they have to be conscious of of what could happen and 
you know, I went to see surgeon for I'm, I'm playing here. Before I went in and and I, I could like move move my forearm virtually. I was still in a sling and stuff. I thought I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play. And uh we were talking about physios and stuff, they're saying, you know, that, right, there could be all this damage and 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 there was quite a bit of damage to the back of the joint and um but it's you know at the end of the day it's going to be how, how you can move it and the physios were awesome Andy Barker and Ben Harper um, they were brilliant and and they said you know we'll, we'll assess it it's only Monday we'll assess it you know as long as we have to mm. um, but I'd gone in to see Len Funk um, at 52 Old Edge Hospital um, went over and uh, it was like I sat down I thought alright okay what's he going to tell me I'm I've no chance here. Got the scan up and said he said, Yeah, there's there's damage to this to the back of the joint. There's there's probably dam there's probably damage to the labrum. We only found out um later when he went did the op it was completely torn. So that was good to hear that there's probably damage which kind of gave a chance that there wasn't much damage. Mm. Um damage to the ligament and damage to the back of the joint and stuff and it kind of, we kinda of said, Yeah, kinda of knew that that'd happen and uh, he kinda of said um, he just says it's a big game, isn't it? I'd um, I'd try and join in with the team when you can after you've done a bit of stability stuff and and activating it again. Um, and I I can see you're having a crack. So and was like, there the part of the shoulder then that like the movement, you know, like the the cuff or whatever was it? So you you were able to move it? Yeah. Because I, I presume there must have been a yeah. part on the scan. Like, oh, this is gone. There's no way you can play. Yeah. So I mean, when I spoke to him, I'd gone and seen him the other day, and he said it's remarkable how, how well it's doing. Um, and he actually said there was damage to the rotator cuff, which I I wasn't you know too aware of. Um, I thought I'd be all right. And he says to the to the rear end of the rotator cuff there was some damage. So um, I think he had to do a bit there, and he quite he had to earn his keep with the operation. Um, but I think just just so, such a powerful thing like just you know whether that had a massive factor in, in not knowing and kind of just thinking you know having that strong conviction that mm. I'm playing it was just massive and mm. I honestly I sat there and I just wanted to jump up and fucking scream like I was, I was that excited and happy and I thought I'm doing it I'm fucking doing it Um but I just sat there and nodded and I we got out the door and I was like just proper elated with my physio and that because he's been he's been on the journey with me before and um, he was like trying to keep composed and that but I could tell he was happy and that um, I thought I'm doing it you know what I mean and yeah yeah and I was driving home from Manchester and well I, I wasn't driving but physio was driving and uh, I just thought we're on here fucking we're on here <laughs> glass amazing this is like what day is this then this is um that was Monday. That, that was Monday. Monday. After I'd done it on Friday. So at what point do you have to like, because I presume you've got a show to the club that you you can yeah. tackle where you can... Yeah, you, I mean, I think I'd... I think I'd I speak to Mac on, on the Monday night. I think I might have spoke to Mac on the Monday night or he rang me to see how it had gone. I had the mentality calendar launch on that night. Oh, yeah, I remember um, that. And I saw... I, I kind of went there like drugged up, like... On, on all these painkillers to, to stop it uh, in and kind of deal with it and, and all this so I went to that that launch and um, I spoke to Mac after that and I just said to him mate I'm going to play I'm playing here and um, I even said to him look I, I've got I've got this belief that I'll play it's going to happen and obviously Mac were you know he'd gone from saying oh you can play and then after he was like 
you know, when I spoke to him, he says, right, we'll, we'll see how you are. You know, it's, mm. that's brilliant. And, and, and the fact that, that you've said that you can play, um, you know, I'm, I'm just worried about you. you. Just being able to put your body in front of someone and rock them back because that's what we're going to need in a grand yeah, final. Yeah, it's, it's a tough game, right? Exactly. As you said, they won eight in a row. Yeah, exactly. Um, heavy favourites. Like. Yeah, yeah, heavy favourites, not beating eight times in a row. Um, and some big defeats in that as well, which yeah. I'm sure like mentally must play exactly. a part in the players. Exactly. Like. I just think of this culmination really of, of all these things in that week and, um, you know, all this anticipation really where we were building and building and it was just like, oh, we're going to do it. Do you know what I mean? We're going to do it, and 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 um, and I would just had that had that kind of. I, I just knew I'd be right by by, mm. that, by that Saturday. So I spoke to him, and and obviously there were going to be so many tests um, to do up until then, but I didn't make a tackle till I think it was till that Thursday. It was Thursday. I didn't make a tackle. And what was that it. like? Um, very sore. It really hurt. It really hurt. Um, obviously, it was a little bit surreal. But when you've got a bit between your teeth, you're just like, oh, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna mm. do it. And I'm doing tackle bags and I was tackling physio. And I'm like, God, I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> all these things going through your head. Oh, I'm tired here. I'm not done out for a week. And it was my shoulder all right and stuff. But I had the strength in it. It was moving. I had the strength to to be able to do it. And uh, you know the 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 pain was almost secondary. Do you know what I mean? It yeah, was like yeah. It's there, but it's it's working. So that's it. That's that. So then, like after that, did you get confirmation you're in the team? Or um, I think it was. I'd seen Mac and I said, "Oh, it was sweet. It was class." Um, and then went to train on that on that Friday, and um, I got named in team and, and did the last run with all boys. Uh, so it was like I was just I was just on for it then. Do you know what I mean? I was, yeah, I was yeah. in the last run and out. You know, there were a lot of boys couldn't really believe it. Um, yeah, I remember seeing that because I think it came out around the same time as Hardik had been ruled out for them, and there was a sense around of me and some of my mates were like, Leeds are going to win this. Like, mm. um, Wardy's announced he's playing. My first thought was like, oh, well, I'm, I feel like a dick now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then Hardiker out as well. And you just got this feeling that uh, there was a bit of momentum behind Leeds. Obviously, some of the big game players in there. Mm. Um, There's a real sense that like, yeah, we're going to do this. Yeah. Um, and then I think getting into the game as well, that kind of played out. Like that first half was almost flawless in some respects. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so Friday you're training with the lads. Um, you're in the team that's like a full week right so that's a yeah. week after the injury yeah must have felt pretty surreal like it did do yeah and um it was just it was just riding that wave do you know what yeah, i mean yeah. just kind of i'm here now and i mentioned in like a bit of a an interview before the game with with phil daly at rhinos liking it not saying it's like it but kind of just comparing a bit really to you know, these people, you hear the stories about people who have had like near-death experiences or, yeah, yeah. you know, that kind of sense. It's nothing like that and, and it's, you know, a different kettle of fish completely but it felt like me coming back, all these anxieties, worries and um, thoughts about the future that, that I'd had before even the injury and you kind of get caught up in this 
you know the, the game that, that that we all play every day you know what we have to do and, and where we need to be and stuff um, but also you know in the grand final situation there was so much less anxiety and worry about me playing yeah because I bet you thought you weren't even going to play exactly. just being there was almost enough I exactly. guess exactly right? and, it, and it sounds quite weird like you know oh you, you know you, are you worried about your shoulder or like, you hurting yourself or you know I thought well I'm I'm actually playing. He got ripped away from me the week before. I'm I'm gonna be out there playing, and what's the worst thing that'll happen again? It gets comes out again. You know. That's, yeah, yeah. That's that, and and I had all the support from the boys, and they wanted me out there, and and I just knew it was just a a case of getting out there and and being involved and getting that adrenaline running through my veins. So I didn't feel I didn't feel my shoulder. Um, so it were it were it were. You know, it was quite, quite incredible to be involved in it, and and just, I just lapped it up. I just absolutely lapped it up and loved it. Because it was a, it was a, was a six o'clock kickoff. Or? Yeah. So what do you, what do you get up to in the day then? Usually on a, on a day like that, when it's. Yeah. So it's, yeah. There's some energy to a day like that. Like I've not slept properly that week, really, especially to the Wednesday and Thursday night. I'd not slept well at all. Um, but I, uh, yeah, there's some energy, mate. There's like, you wake up, it's like, you kind of like half, well, for me anyway, personally, you kind of like half awake all night. It's like that Christmas Eve kind yeah, of as a kid, yeah, sort of. exactly yeah, yeah. like that, yeah. Um, and then you wake up and it's like, oh, my eyes are a little bit tired, but I'm absolutely buzzing, <laughs> like just, just absolutely buzzing. Go down, breakfast, sit up, lads, have a laugh. Um, go back to, up to your room and slough around for a bit. And then kind of go on a team walk. That's what we do. We go on a team walk and get around each other. Have a, you know, kind of suppress the uh, the nervous energy. I guess mm. walk around. Um, and then it's feed. Go back to your rooms, and then I tried to have a kip. Probably got like five minutes. <laughs> um, but then I were up, and I thought, right, I'm on here. Cold shower. Um, shout out to Wim Hof shout out to Wim Hof yeah um, and then sometimes I meditate on game day and sometimes I do Wim Hof on game day uh, yeah I talked to you about that before I remember you saying I think there's one game the game you got knocked out and mm, you did a, like 40 minutes of cycles yeah um, are you back on the Wim Hof breathing much yeah or? I mean I, di- I didn't I didn't do it then and um, I've probably done it about three times since the grand final actually Uh Almost just because I've, I don't know really. I've, I kind of, I think it's something you pick up and 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 do every now and then. It's definitely something I do on one of those dull days where you want a burst of energy or yeah, it's like a supercharge, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I've done it before interviews and stuff before actually. <laughs> I think I need to be a bit more active, active here and um, get my brain ticking over a bit more. Uh, but I didn't do it. I didn't do anything on that day because I was that pumped and and it was just like I just thought you know, this is it. I kind of thought this is it. There's nothing else that... I had the I had the kind of conviction that, that everything had happened in the game. I knew what to do in the game, so I just thought, that's it. Um, I'm going to do it. And, you know, I kind of kicked around for a bit and then you go for a bit of a feed and we didn't even have a meeting before the game. Normally we have meetings and there's these okay. inspirational videos, but we didn't even have one. And we just did a bit of movement. And then getting off to what do you eat? By the way, out of interest, just like what did I eat? Always uh, find stuff like that. Yeah, um, breakfast. What did I have breakfast? I came down right late for breakfast. 
Because when I met your Sevies once, you had eight poached eggs, I remember. Yeah. You were all jealous. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I try and smash it in for breakfast, actually. Um, so porridge, um, and then I'll have poached eggs and bacon and toast and beans. Um, and then I have like a light kind of, a light like lunch after you get in from walk. Um, the players all eating together? Or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, bits and kind of bits and bats. So it'd be like a slot. So it'd be like a two hour slot where you can come down and get your lunch. And then there'd be like a one, one and a half hour slot where you get your, your feed before the game. Um, and then that was just a, like a, what did I have? I think I had a bit of like sweet potato, um, veg, chicken. And I have, I have that every time before, before a game, but only a small amount really. Mm. And then like a bit of a light lunch as well. Um, which I think were a bit lasagna and, and vegetables for that as well. And uh so it's just and and I, and like I say, like the it would just you're just ticking boxes. Like you know you're in you're in that situation, you're ticking boxes and you can get too caught up sometimes on on um you know, a lot of people are superstitious or, or whatever, but I don't think there were much of that really. Okay. It was just like ticking boxes up until yeah, where yeah. we can put ourselves in the frame. Um which is quite a nice feeling. And it was a very nervous, very nervous um, bus journey for me. Um, that was all kind of, it was all kind of feeding into that bus journey for, for for what I had to go and do and nervous energy on that. And then by the time I hit the change room, I was just like, oh, it was sweet. This is class. Just loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, yeah. And then getting out on the pitch and stuff and the Rhinos fans are always amazing as well. Yeah. Um, what was it like those first few moments then, like, what was the first hit like? Um, I think the first one... Because I guess that's the moment you kind of have proved yourself and... Yeah, well, you know what, man, like, when you, you line up halfway and we were kicking to them and you've got, you know, you look, you look to your left and your right, you've got, you, you got your mates there and... Yeah, yeah. Um, it's... It's outstanding. It is outstanding. Pat. It does remind me of Kirkstall five-a-side games, mate. <laughs> yeah, Some of those. It does, <laughs> doesn't it? Just, just putting your beard down yeah. the side. Um, but it's, you know, and, you, and you, there's that, almost that charge to the other end of the field and, um, you know, my shoulder wasn't going to give way then. It just, it just wasn't going to do it. It were, uh, I think the first one was on my left shoulder. I had to, like, dive with my left shoulder a bit. So it probably, like ticked a box in my head you know I thought oh, I've done that I've mm. just done that now and, then I'm, the game. and I'm sprinting around and, and doing everything else so yeah it's uh, yeah it's it's some energy mate it's some, it's some imagine, kind of man. energy it's, 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 it's outstanding and I can see why all those boys before us they wanted to be back there winning that many times because it's a special time yeah yeah it's weird like because I think I mentioned to you it was the last night of my show in Sheffield so the show started at half seven and uh, my mum was up actually. She went for me with her friends. But I was like, I'm really sorry, mum. I've, yeah. I've got to go watch yeah, the Rhinos. Yeah, yeah. I found this pub that I put it on. Um, so I, I only got to see the first half and then mm. I got a few texts at the interval in my place saying, oh, we've done it. But I remember saying, I knew at half time, I was like, oh, Leeds are going to win that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's almost like I, I kind of watched, I've watched the game back twice um, and I've watched when we come off at half time and we almost we, we we usually do it every time but there's such like a like a steel of resilience behind how we all group up and jog in mm. and it's quite a quick pace quicker than normal pace and it's like right that's it half time done I'm going back in and, and I see that back and I think yeah that's 
we kind of knew it was going to happen from that point, I think, just after Magsy dropped goal. Yeah, yeah. And it was just... It Bit was of a soccer important. punch for them then, yeah. in about two scores. and Such an important time, that. Yeah. yeah. And, it, you know, his performance was unbelievable. What yeah. a throwback. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, because I remember my two thoughts at half-time, I was thinking, Dave had to do a lot of defending mm. and it's going to take it out of them. Mm. But I also thought, Leeds should be two or three scores up here and they're yeah. not. So, will that come back? Um but yeah, since I've seen back the highlights and stuff, it was kind of more of the same a bit. Mm, yeah, and those um, those are points as well where I think Cal, it was Cal Cal's try got disallowed. Um Briscoe had one as well. I Briscoe think. as well, yeah. And you kind of think this is gonna be a try here, and then it kind of comes back to you and, and you think you look at screen and you kind of think, oh, it might not be on this. Um but it's almost that, just keep that energy up, that surge of enthusiasm that you have, and don't let it then any any kind of uh, hole into your armour where you're just going to do it anyway. Do you know what I mean? Just try this loud. They're going to be happy about it, but we're still going to be on top of it. Do you know what I mean? Um, it kind of relates back to that point where it's it's a lot of it is 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 kind of staying on top of the the mental battle as well. Do you know what I mean? A lot of it is. Um, but the group do seem like there's a special mentality about them in those big games. Um, mm. I know there's been some games, I'm sure you'd admit, where it's probably hard to get yourselves up for sometimes. Yeah. Like th with the structure of the Super League now as well, um, there must be some of those games where you know, all right, we're going to finish top two. Um, we've got to get up for this game now. Um, yeah. It must be quite hard mentally sometimes. Like uh, yeah, you When you're were... like, let's just bring on the big one. Let's bring mm. on the semi-final. Because like, mm. you, you want to be peaking. sort of. Yeah, it's. I mean, the statement to say to that is you're not going to be 100% to the best of your ability every game and everyone would probably agree with that uh, and there's that many games it's quite it's quite a lot of games and quite a lot of tackles quite a lot of carries that you've got to do and it's probably not physically or mentally possible to put everything yeah, into yeah. The, all of those so there's going to be dips and there's going to be um, disappointments along the way but it's it's um it's kind of it's it's kind of there's no, there's no like conscious understanding between between the boys saying oh, we'll, we'll just peak for the last game or <laughs> we'll take this I mean? one off yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. there's nothing there's nothing like that it's just like sometimes things don't go your way and and that happens in sport sometimes it's just like a you know there's a lot of things going against you and some people are on and and you know you're not got that connection with your player next to you and that 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 happens but I, I can remember thinking after the game and I put it on that Instagram post where we've been through that many kind of hard situations, tough things that we've had to dig ourselves out of uh, over 2016, you know, in 2017, we almost kind of de developed that algorithm of making those hard decisions and sticking with the hard times in order to, to reap the benefits and... Um, kind of come good when when you need to and I think that kind of proved to to be true in in the grand final and in the semi-final as well because uh, we're you know we're not used to winning penalties all the time and we don't look for getting penalties but when you kind of build that up over the course of the season and, and you're used to not getting those ways out mm. you uh you find that when you're in that that position, it helps you. It helps you, um, although it's kind of uh, voluntary 
voluntary hardship or voluntary struggle, I guess, during the year, it will help you in, in the in the big ones where, you know, you just you just that ruthless or that relentless to to do it and go and win the game. And you did. And we did. We won it. And so at what point do you start to celebrate inside or is it like you just wait to that whistle? Yeah. Because, I mean, the result was I, um, was in, was safe by about 70 minutes, you'd say, right? Or you kind of know you're going to win. Yeah, I think Cal, I think Cal kicks a conversion. I think it's after Briscoe scored in corner. Um, Cal kicks a conversion and he's coming back celebrating. And I think from the, around maybe five to ten minutes from the end, you know, I have this like kind of weird moment where I let myself smile running around, <laughs> you know, as if you're playing, you know, just kind of we mates and stuff. Mm. I thought if there's ever a moment to enjoy it, it's now. Um, and I was running around smiling, I was just enjoying every second of it. I couldn't quite believe it, to be honest, so I was quite overwhelmed, but, you know, that that's what we do it for. That's why we do all the years hard work. That's why we do it. Um, and it's kind of, I'm wary of, of building up moments too much like that because, you know, you, you can work all that hard for exact moments, like exact grand finals, where you've got to enjoy it along the way as well. Do you know what I mean? It's, Massively, man. I think yeah. that's something you learn. I know mm. in my my own life, like if you don't, if you're not present in those moments and you build up so much to them, they're gone. You yeah. realise they're gone. Like the next day, you wake up and the grand final's gone. Like yeah. So you, yeah. you've got to be present and enjoy it when exactly. you're in there. Exactly. Um, and it's because I think a lot of people aren't prepared for, and I'm sure sports have this on such a high level. Is that you know, like off-season and things like that, or when the final's mm. gone, or when you're coming to the end of your career, like, you must think, oh, shit, what... <sighs> yeah. You know, you've defended the grand final, but then you wake up at home the next day in your mm-hmm. own house or whatever, and you're like... Yeah. Normal life must have seemed so surreal. Yeah. Like, in those moments of, like, stillness after it all. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it is, it is surreal, and, you know, I've tried my best to enjoy all, all the ups and downs, kind of in the lead up to the grand final um, so I'd hope it was quite a rounded um, experience that I had that year um, or this year just gone but um, like you say when when you when you get a chance to put your feet up on the coffee table and, and sit down at home um, after I had my shoulder up a few days after and after all that kind of circus that had gone on before the game and then after the game and during it and all that you think right you know how does one process all that mm. do you know what I mean and you've got to kind of find um, an, almost like a groove or a pattern to get back into because um, you, you're not just going to I don't know what you're not just going to go go out on the piss every night after that and, and yeah, just, yeah. I'm sure there know, might have been a couple of you big do a bit of that too, you yeah. do a bit of, it's well known Bad Monday's well known getting together with the boys but that's part of it all the yeah, boys yeah. disappear or disperse um after those few days celebrating, it's like, you know how special that thing is you've done, but then you've got to, you've got to go out and do other stuff. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Get into that groove or find that pattern that, that you need to, um, you know, not just like, not just be productive because you're doing stuff and um, it makes you feel better, but it's just finding that groove or pattern which, um that that you that you can ride on because otherwise you just you're thinking about what's happened or you you thought you're thinking about what you need to do or, and you know you kind of need to find that that wave where you know everything's a little bit easier and simpler to 
to process mm. and and um you know i kind of had to process what what had gone on uh and the, it's there's one thing which i i I've got to call you out on, man. I don't know if you can process this right now, but when I was seeing the highlights and everyone was celebrating, I was like, is Stevie doing the Ricky Gervais? <laughs> I suppose. In like yeah. a moment of elation. I was like, yeah. he hasn't. Like, why Why would one man... <laughs> He's just done the David Brent. best moment yeah. of his life. Think of David Brent. And I guess that's... It's just... just <laughs> I remember doing it and uh, Ryan always stood right behind me and goes, maybe if you just sat down. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a quote of when David Brent does it. And it's, yeah, I thought, why not? I thought, I'm just going to stand here and do a funny sign with my hand. I might as well lie down like David Brent and hopefully he'll, he'll retweet it. He's not seen it or retweeted it yet, but getting, it's a bit getting. Um, but yeah, it was surreal time and, and that added all the more the reason for it to to be a class class moment yeah and it was man um at what point like so england rugby league world cup like how's that kind of journey is that something you're still because obviously the lads are out there now and it was something you were you know in the provisional squad for and stuff and yeah was it after the game they kind of told you that all right you could play this one game but obviously your shoulder's not fit for Mm, yeah, Saturday, uh, obviously in the change rooms, actually, uh, the England doctor came in and, and just had a, had a look how war and stuff and talking to me, I was still like pumped of adrenaline and that and thought, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll play, you know, I'll, I can do a job, car. Um Obviously, the doctor chatted to me, he's, he's good as Brooks, he's a Wigan doctor mm. and uh, an England doctor and he's, he's great. But I chatted to him and stuff and I think he more went and spoke to, to our medical staff and got like the idea from that um, and then we obviously all had a drink on the Sunday and I spoke to our doctor and we kind of come to terms with the idea that I wouldn't be going so it was kind of bittersweet that, that we're out celebrating a grand final but you know I wouldn't be going and and doing it with, with England so a bit gutting a bit gutting um, I almost didn't really process it I kind of heard a voicemail that Wayne Bennett had left on my phone Uh Man, a few words. Yeah, he left a voicemail and said, "Obviously, I would uh, would have been part of it, but couldn't couldn't go and do it um, after the medical staff got together." So that was one of the one of the the things that I had to. I kind of put it off. I put it off actually mm. for a few days of of dealing with it or um, having to process it. But this is something that you said to me where it's that Jocko Willink thing and. Yeah, yeah. Um, in response to pain, adversity, or anything that that goes the way you don't want it to go, um, just you know, have the sense that you can just say good. You're going to do something else, or you're going to um, go out and um, make it work for you if you like. Um, so it's not like you know, I'm 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 absolutely you know devastated that I'm I'm not in the team, but. I've, you know, I'm I'm still gutted a little bit. Do you know what mm. I mean? I'm still gutted about it, but there's that reminder that I can go out and try to do something else beneficial that that will even put me in the frame to be able to play for England at a better ability. Um, I'll do stuff with mentality as well, and um, go out and travel and find some things out about different cultures and um, dive into that present moment. Yeah, that. Um that kind of flags up. I just, 
I'm still processing at the moment the fact on Wednesday I'm about to do this 10 day silent meditation retreat. Yeah, yeah. So diving into the present moment. I'm, <laughs> you will be diving into that, then. yeah. I'd, yeah, from a high, 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 high spot. Yeah. High, high Mate, I've been trying to explain it to so many people because I'm having to tell people, like, I'm not going to be around for 10 days. So yeah, yeah. You're not going to be able to contact me. Do you know what, um, though? It's, it's funny that um, I think to help you with that, I, uh, I didn't have any reception on my phone for I think it was six days in the Philippines and I kind of had this like subtle anxiety that I thought oh god what if someone's trying to get in touch with me or you know what what if something, what, something's happened um, but I kind of got back to my phone and oh, you know this is after six days of loving it you know being on a boat tour in the Philippines it was class got back to my phone and thought oh, I'd best check my emails actually there might be something going on there was hardly anything there was hardly <laughs> anything and it kind of thought uh, something yeah. wrong with my signal isn't it yeah, they're, not, they're not coming through like... what, is your Wi-Fi working <laughs> yeah um, yeah it's working fine isn't yeah, it? <laughs> I don't think it is yeah. please tell me it's not um, but I've, yeah it, that's one of them you, you kind of get wrapped up in it all but then you put it down for a bit and you realise that it's just life and you just go and live it and then you know, there's kind of these all things being added on because everyone's so connected. But back in the day, I imagine when you went on holiday, it was a normal thing for people. So oh, it's not going to be around a bit. We'll we'll do something else and get on with our own lives. Do you know what I mean? So, but I am very interested in this meditation retreat, and I've um, I've seen some stuff myself uh, about it. So it's you know you might want to explain exactly what it is for for people listening. That, well, it's one of those. I know a few people. I've done a few mindfulness courses around Leeds and. A couple of people have mentioned this one. Um, it's down in Hereford or somewhere, I think. Mm. And uh, it's a bit like Glastonbury. They're on like four or five a year. And you've got to kind of wake up at like a certain time at 9am to try and book on. Wow. Um, and no one I know had ever got on it. So a friend of mine, Becky, she was trying to get on it and she was telling me to get on it as well. So Because I think the male and female applications are separate. Right. Um, and I, I kind of thought, oh, I'll do it, you know, it'd be cool to do, but I probably won't get on it. Mm. Um, and then I got an email back for like a sec. you have to fill in a questionnaire and I got an email back for some more questions and then they offered me a place and I was like I've got to do it now yeah, you've got um, to do it, yeah. and like I know you've read Waking Up the Sam Harris book yeah, and I know yeah. he talks a lot about some of the retreats he did and it's one of those like it does it does feel a bit like daunting a yeah. bit kind of scary but I think it'd be cool I think it'd be tough yeah so what, what um, will the, the structure of it be then what so it's like it? wake up at 4am Wow. Yeah, I know, yeah. Okay, that's it's a rough enough. start, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's hard enough, yeah. Um, I think then it's like it's two hours of silent meditation on your own and then you get like a breakfast thing. Will you um, get a coffee before that? Or all? Well, I don't like, do caffeine. Oh, you so don't? Oh, I might do that week though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. mate. Because if I went to try and meditate at 4am, I'd be straight back to sleep. Can you just go to sleep? I don't know. I don't know what the <laughs> crack is. like. But uh, there's a group meditation bit in the hall as well. So that's at eight. Um, but I don't mm. know how they check... Because I could easily just be like, yeah, yeah I'm going to go meditate now. Cheers. Thanks yeah. for the knock. Like, <laughs> yeah. just, Thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah cheers yeah. for that. Just give me a call in two hours. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so it's absolute silence, which includes can't even look people in the eye. That's part of the sacred silence. Um, no speaking. Uh, just either group meditating or meditating on your own. Or yeah. I, could, I think there's a half hour period where you can speak to your teacher. You can ask him questions if you want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even when I was saying it, there's part of me thinking like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And trying yeah. to explain, every time I've mentioned it to people, like I was in the pub yesterday trying to explain it to people and the, faith, the look on some of their faces is like, what are you what doing? What is man? going on? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, meditation's been like, 
part of this kind of journey I've been on as well where mm. it's it's something which helped me a lot and I notice it it's a bit like going to the gym I've said before that you go to the gym and you don't come out in shape after one session mm. but the more and more you do it you know the better you feel and the better you look and yeah. stuff and with meditation the more and more I meditate I try and do it most mornings just at least for 10 minutes yeah uh, I notice in every other aspect of my life I kind of like you just you're much calmer. Yeah, you think yeah, like, yeah. Oh, a year ago, I'd have been much more anxious or I'd have judged that badly or I'd have been mm. really annoyed I missed that bus, but mm. um doesn't really matter as much these days. Yeah. Uh, so like 10 days silent meditation, I'm, yeah, I don't, I'm expecting to solve all my problems, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everything's going to be fantastic for, for forever. And uh, that, that's something I read, I might try to get it up actually. Um, but I read something on um, on Sam Harris and Dan Harris actually talking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'd put it on my Instagram story. But I think you know the very they're very intricate in, in how they say it. Um, and and this is just a quote from Sam Harris actually, which is just a paragraph. Uh, but this backs up you know exactly what you said. This is why training the mind through meditation makes sense because it's the most direct way to influence the mechanics of your own experience to remain unaware of this machinery in particular the automacy of thought is to simply be propelled by into one situation after another in which you struggle to find lasting fulfillment amid conditions that can't provide it so yeah I massively mean, man like, just changing the conditions from from your experience in life basically uh, like you say, missing a bus. Like maybe f- five years ago, I'd have missed a bus, and I'd have wanted to kill the bus driver. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And now it's just like, oh, I've missed the bus. Yeah, that's that's that really. I'll see see what happens, and I guess it's just changing your makeup really of 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 how how everything's happening. You know, you're not you're not so reactive to it, and you you don't draw conclusions from it. I guess. Yeah, and no, I think... Uh, Unless your shoulder pops out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, I know in, in Buddhism, they call it the second arrow. And uh, I'm not a Buddhist or anything, but obviously there's huge meditation links and stuff there. But so like the first arrow that hits you is like something bad happens to you. Um, so say, you know, you lost your job or whatever, or um, you get diagnosed with something. And the yeah. second arrow is we all then fire an arrow of judgment. We're all like, oh, I lost my job because I'm shit, or yeah. this happened because of this. And we make it worse. It's, yeah. it's like, don't fire the second arrow. Yeah, That's what's yeah. going to happen to you. Like, life is suffering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you can't get away from that. Mm. Um, but how you respond to it, you can. And I think, because I, I think I've, I've told you as well, like, I had a head injury and I had like post-concussion syndrome for yeah. a while. And then um, I used to suffer really badly from OCD. Um, right. And I saw a therapist with a bit. And this is when I was just like a couple of years ago. And I know now, like, my mind is a different place now than it was then. Yeah. And it's because of all these things I've been doing and, you don't ever want to be glad you've gone through stuff, but sometimes I do think, actually, no, I can say, I think like, I'm glad I went through all that. Cause I yeah, feel like yeah. there's so many things in my life, which are much better now. Yeah. Um, and I know we, we put out on the, on the last mail out that thing about trauma. Mm. Um, Cause you know, people I know, we all suffer trauma in life. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it can actually be an opportunity to, to get better. Yeah. To change and, and, and do something else. Yeah, I think, I feel like um, if you can think of yourself as like, like this is a weird explanation, but 
kind of the the inside imagine your mind like the subconscious mind is is everything that's going around it which comes from um, past experiences and things you've had to deal with and things that have happened to you and stuff and then you've got like the inner inner process which reacts to all that stuff i feel like meditation can change how you react to all that stuff that's already there do you know what yeah, i mean yeah. kind of you know so you know whether you know whether you do miss that bus or you know whether you, something has happened to you that that's happened into the, in the past meditation is just changing that mechanic of of how you react to that and and how you can put that into you know process it into a different emotional feelings and stuff which which i think's massive and um you know i i do think it's going to be it's going to be even bigger over the next few years and and i'm can't wait to hear how, how this uh this meditation retreat goes like you yeah, say yeah I'll check in and yeah I think most people are just weird like you're not going to come back a dick are you like, that's <laughs> yeah. what my friends are like <laughs> yeah um, but yeah no, we'll see where it goes like just just on that I think I remember it's Sam Harris I think was the first person I kind of had said it but you know that kind of inner monologue we've all got in our mm. minds that kind of voice mm. then we're all fused to that we all think that's us yeah no, and then no when you meditate and you're like actually I don't offer that at all random stuff just comes up and like yeah. I could be walking down the road and gala freed from desire just comes into my head and I'm just going <laughs> yeah. no 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 it's like I didn't yeah. choose to do that like, yeah. it's just grabbed me you haven't like, chose yeah, yeah. it's like it's just thought itself yeah, somehow yeah. And it's coming from that like that area where it's like you don't dictate what comes up do you know yeah. what I mean it's, it's crazy and uh, yeah and I think if you're in a negative physical state your thoughts will then try and justify that with more negative thoughts yeah. but it doesn't make them real yeah yeah, um, yeah so meditation just gives me so many more like coping mechanisms in those sort of moments and yeah i guess one of the things i want to ask you as well is that i mean when you're a writer you say you meditate it's like it's not that you know writing's not a traditional alpha male pursuit right <laughs> but if you're like a rugby league player and you say Ah, uh, you know, I meditate and stuff. But what what do the lads, at the rhinos and stuff, think about it? Do some of them dabble in it, or do you get a bit of stick? Or some of them dabble in it, yeah. Um, you we'll, name names, or yeah, I will do. Yeah, <laughs> this is breaking down barriers, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Anthony Mulally does a bit. He he talks a lot about it. I try to speak to Cuffbo about doing it, but he's one of them that says, "Oh, I can't do it. My mind's too busy and stuff." And it's like that's that's not yeah, that's, that's not the excuse to you. Do you know what I mean? That's and everyone struggles at the start, yeah. and oh. even like. Like I, like I, you know, I, I, I won't have a long spell of no, like not, three, four breaths. Yeah, is like max. Yeah, and you then just it's keep like, coming back. Yeah, and then it's like gala freed from desire comes into yeah. your head, and, you, and then you're up and you're dancing, yeah. and then you're gone. But yeah. it's yeah, and it's just it's just about like we probably we probably recycle a lot of what people said before us, but it's just that attempt, and that, and that's kind of that attempt like to, to develop that kind of algorithm like like I mentioned with with being able having the ability to make hard decisions and stuff which in the short term is going to be hard it's very similar to to meditation because you you get that you have to make that choice to do it um but just having that choice to be aware of stuff rather than having the automatic reactions mm. to stuff so I mean I'm like I'll be aware of it. Like I'll I'll have an impulse to pick my phone up, and why that impulse is there, um, I'm not too sure of why it so is. It's automatic for us it's, now, isn't it? It is completely. Like, without even thinking, mm. so many people I know, even in conversations, they just 
Yeah. They just grab it just and want scroll. That, and want that dopamine hit. Yeah. And I can is, see my phone lighting up next to me. And it's, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it is, it is. And, and it's just it's just being more aware and having more armoury to, I guess, choose what you want to do. Do you know what I mean? We, I was talking to Dom about this. Um, there's the other part of mentality. And um, we're saying like, you know, exactly what we were just saying then. Thoughts think themselves. It's like, where do these thoughts come from? Do you know what I mean? And it's all been part of your DNA and makeup. But, you know, you're, you can... It's almost that kind of debate about free will and stuff. You have an agency to be able to pick out these thoughts and act on upon them or not. And I guess that's the ability which meditation brings on. Um, yeah. So it's it's quite it's quite you know it's quite complicated I guess but it's it's worth I, I reckon it's completely worth looking into and, and diving into um, and it's some, something that, that Alan Watts Alan Watts it says you know you can use meditation more as a medicine rather than a routine um, which is why why I, I dive into it a lot leave it for a bit. And then sometimes think, oh, you know, get kind of caught with stuff, and I think, right, well, I've not, I've not, I've mm. not had, I've not had a chance to reflect and sit, sit down and actually view everything as it is. Do you know what I mean? I'm just reacting to different stuff, which, which is the constant toing and throwing of emotions and things that you need to do or things that you shouldn't be doing or shouldn't have to do. Um, so How often do you that. try and do it then? Do you- so I, I go through like, you know, so I might do like three days in a row. One one day might be ten minutes. Another day might be 20 and then one day I might think, right, I'm going to do 40 minutes or something here. Um, and then Try I might 10 days. Like. Yeah, <laughs> 10 days, yeah. That's a different kettle of fish, that. Um, but, and I know I've heard, like, the majority of the feedback I've heard from them is is that the two, three days mm. are very hard. Mm. Like, you know, you... Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it'll get better. Um, they're very hard and it's like that initial kind of, opening up to it um and 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 doing it and just being part of it then i guess the you come to a point where you go over the hill and and then the, you know the the rest of it's like come i guess you have to like you say you come to terms with it mm. you have to come to terms with what you're doing and then it's like dropping everything else around what's going on in that moment like letting it shed off and be be part of what you're doing um and then just be aware I guess that's that's the big part of that. So it's again, it's that it's that kind of initial period of hard work and um, voluntary hardship that you'll be doing. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, you know, my mates will tell you I'm. I did the Wim Hof course. I think we talked yeah. about that, and I'm always prepared to give something a go that's going to be really challenging, but might, you know, be beneficial. Mm-hmm. Like there are sometimes doing a, like week three, four, five of the Wim Hof course. Where I was there like. You look at what the schedule is this week, and it said like ten minute cold shower in the morning. You're like, oh, <laughs> ten minute. Yeah, it was yeah. quite funny. The first time I was like, my mate Ant was round, and I was like, uh, I put my trunks on because I was yeah. like, look, mate, I might pass out in this. Just like, <laughs> just in case I go hyperthermic or something. Could you stand in on me? It's like, you want me to stand in or you have a shower? <laughs> so he just stood there like with his watch. I was like telling me when ten minutes is yeah. up. Um, but yeah, I, I think it will be challenging. Um, but all the like you know the latest Sam Harris podcast you told me to listen to mm. it seems like everyone 
who's done these sort of things has a huge benefit from it. Yeah, um, no doubt. So no yeah, doubt. I'm I'm excited, man. Nervously excited. Mm. Um, ten days is a long time, man. It's long. I was it? thinking ten days is long. You're at work like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'll just be sitting in silence. So people have a weekend yeah. and then they're back at work. I'm just sitting in silence. And that's and that's the thing in it. It's like it's almost not as bad, but it's nearly like solitary confinement. You're not you're not you're not boxed in, but you can't look at anyone. You can't. Cheers again, Steve. You can't <laughs> speak to anyone. Yeah, so you yeah. almost go into a little bit of a prison sentence, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. Why would any man do that? You've got to understand it. But no, it's something you'd never get an opportunity to do mm. like, in your life. Like in, to completely cut out from, like you're saying, phones. Like if, most of us, if you leave your phone for a couple of hours somewhere, mm. you're probably like, I can't wait to get back yeah, to that. I know, I know what's going to be yeah. on there. <laughs> <laughs> the Wi-Fi down, there's no, <laughs> yeah. no messages. Yeah. The Wi-Fi's down again. <laughs> in England now on the phone 202 like, something wrong there's nothing nothing's just, coming just, through yeah. just server down tell you what if I get nothing after 10 days I'm going to be furious man. Uh, if you get nothing after 10 days I'd be off into I'd be off to Tibet me yeah, I'd I'm be in living in a cave anyway like, it's your own fault there's not yeah. even any point in being involved in all this society stuff if you don't get off after 10 days exactly you're not what's happening you know. <laughs> you're, not that, you're not that good at it <laughs> exactly. you're not that great at it yeah, I think. Uh, would you ever consider doing something similar? Do you reckon? Or I would definitely. Yeah, well, I, I'm definitely in, in considering considering it. I guess. Um, but there's going to be um, a retreat, a mentality one coming mm, in New Year, isn't there? Yeah. Um, so that re- mentality retreat is it'll be loads of different things. Um, the main process of, of that retreat is to actually allow the guys coming on to assess. And, and kind of lift their head up above above the trees and assess where they are, um, which is something that I have to do quite a, you know at different different periods, but allow them to to assess what's going on right in this moment where they are and what's happened in the past, um, which will allow them for all of us to come together and, and decide what we're going to do mm. you know going forward. Um, so. You know, I, I think back to my experience that the reason I wanted to do one is is because I wish there was some sort of um, tangible thing like that that was made available to me, do you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, just that initial introduction, I guess. Because um, it's not it's not a lot of guys' fault. We're not, we've, not, we've not been taught any of this, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I've, I've only come on to the idea of mindfulness um, two really years, struggling yeah, yeah, back, exactly. Two yeah. years ago, when you need it, I guess. Um, and you know, just ideas like um, self-talk. You know, you talked about the thoughts and stuff there, but self-talk that that wasn't great for me uh, when I was nineteen. You know, it, it was stuff like getting up in the morning and I'd be dreading going to training and I wouldn't want to go to training. It's like, why am I talking to myself? Tell myself that I don't want to go and do. You know, you look back and you think, well, I've, it's it's incredible job. It's an incredible job. Um, and so if I can, you know, be doing that, but, you know, I, I'm a, there's a lot less of that. And, and I'm not sure what kind of thing I've switched, but I've just put my awareness to it and it's kind of died down. And, you know, it's it's like it's like any any normal worry of any fashion. It's 
when does it norm when does it ever happen those worries that you have in your head and people believe them too much and yeah. um it's kind of obviously with Craig White he's from a similar background to me you know ex-conditioner of Ireland Wales British Lions and he's been been at the one of the best conditioners in the planet so we want to come together and um switch guys onto it I guess mm. it's quite a big thing to do it's it's not a normal thing to do but you know it's something that I'm passionate about and I feel like the guys that, that come to it will get a lot from it um as a kind of turning point I want it to be a turning point for people yeah um, so yeah it's I think it's it's invaluable to to offer and it's natural progression for for what I guess what we want to do and, and obviously you're you're very aware of all this stuff but to be sitting and talking about it it's, it's next thing to be able to go and offer it so you know we're quite excited about it and um, you know we, we think it'll be very powerful yeah man I think it's one of the things like it's no secret now thankfully that well obviously it's, it's still a really sad case of affairs that there are so many mental health issues and suicide rates particularly in, in young mm. men um, but it's good that it's now getting talked about out in the open like for the past two, three years and I think we can both say that some of the things we've learned, we've had to go through some pretty dark times to kind yeah. of like find them. Yeah. But um, it's good now that a lot of these things, you, you can do them, you don't have to go through really bad times then mm. to kind of like to mm. do some of the things that we're talking about. And yeah, so... It, because after with the life and soul performances, we often have Q and A's after, and there's people with, you know, with all sorts of issues and stuff, and people with struggles with things like alcohol and stuff like that out there. And I do think that there is, you know, with Andy's man club mentality, these sort of things, mm -hmm. and there is definitely a shift of people starting to talk about these sort of issues more, and and things like mentality. Hopefully, like you know, the crest of a wave, and there's mm -hmm. going to be more of these things in school or mindfulness yeah. classes, and um, and it's just great to have people that, like, like I said, you can have a writer saying, "Oh, guys, you need to meditate," and everyone's mm. like, "Yeah, whatever." Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if someone who like plays rugby league or whatever says it, and someone's like, oh, "Actually, he's maybe not the traditional person we'd expect mm. to sort of do this stuff," and um, it's good that these ideas are getting out there through mentality yeah. and places. And yeah, yeah, it's great, mate. And, and like you mentioned, with schools, and um, I went to my old school. Um, a few months ago and just chatted to him about possible things that we could do for uh, World Mental Health Day and they were just filling me in about all the differences that they're making and um, efforts that they're making towards that stuff you know they've got they've got things like mindfulness that they're doing and they've got things around the school you know saying that you should open up and talk about how you're feeling and stuff mm. and it's a normal thing and you know there's talks about them doing like yoga classes and, and all this Quality. stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's like, like well encouraging that mm, that sort of conversation exactly. is happening now exactly so and it's that's, that's probably is it's just turning people's attention to it um, it's not all doom and gloom it's just being more aware of it that's all it is do you know what I mean and it just makes it makes sense for for schools to do that but also like you say for for people to focus in on different techniques you, you you've named many before but you know i've done journaling i've done um i did actually to, to process everything that had gone on i'd, I'd kind of just wrote something down it's not going to get published or it's not going to 
Um, put yourself down, go mate. Out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might do actually. Yeah. Yeah. See, we'll see if anyone wants it. Um, but just kind of just writing my thoughts about what had gone on, mm. um, and and just putting it on a page. There's like I'm guilty of it. I'm so guilty of it. Like I'll I'll walk around with all these things in my head. Where what I need to do on this day, what I need to do, just probably now, you know, this incident or and um and it all seems very confusing and, and foggy until I write it down. Even on a mind map, I might write it down on a mind map what what, what needs doing. Um and it's just like it's just being aware of the to and and froing, I guess, that, that, that you can go through. And are you still doing the one of the things I noticed in uh I think it was that Dark Side of Sport article. Mm. Um, but it's one of the things I started doing as well um, was every night I'd just write down my top three moments of that day mm, yeah um, and it's kind of like a CBT technique I think in some ways yeah. but it's like even if you had a shit day I'd have to think and sometimes I'd have to think quite hard but you're like yeah, you do, yeah. and you're actually oh no I spoke to you know someone's on the phone there, that mm-hmm. was not, and you just think a bit differently about the day it's just it's um, just yeah it's lighting up your awareness to, to those things that have actually happened yeah yeah which have been good, good. yeah and yeah, you, I think everyone's guilty of that. Like they can um, focus too much in on exactly what you know is is not gone right from all. And uh, we're all fooling ourselves. Just everything's going to go right all the time, and it'd be a little bit boring if it did. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And um, yeah, yeah, it's um, that's a powerful thing to be able to write down and and kind of acknowledge what's actually gone well and. It makes sense. It makes complete sense. But some people might not choose to do it. Yeah, it's, I think from a cognitive behavioural um, standpoint, I'm on, and I might be butchering the science here, but if you do that every night, you actually do kind of gradually rewire your brain to be yeah. a little bit more positive because you're mm-hmm. actually teaching it to constantly focus on good on the good things that come yeah. out in your day. And then again, over time, like going to the gym or whatever, you start to notice you have a much better outlook at like things yeah. instead of so many people are trained and particularly in the west just so negative about everything mm. they're like, oh i'm rushed off my feet and you keep doing that all the time that's going to be your reality yeah and you're probably hardwiring that in mm. um so it's just trying to like rewire and that's why like whenever i talk to people who are going through really tough times and struggling i was go right first thing don't believe it when you're in it you might feel like you're going to feel like this forever i promise you yeah every storm passes mm. and if you do the right things they might not feel like they're working at the time, but gradually over time you'll notice little changes. Yeah. Like that's a um, big thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, again, that kind of links in with, I guess, what mentality are trying to do and yeah. get people talking about. And yeah, it's like, like you mentioned there, the rewiring. It's like there's probably a degree or a level that you get to rewiring because evolutionary, we. Uh, we're just made to survive, so mm. there probably is going to be some negative bias, yeah, yeah. which obviously helps you keep alive, which is good. Um, but yeah, it is. It's just having that 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 conscious effort to to notice that stuff, um, and 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 let it come to the fore, and it'll come to the fore in many different ways. It might be in your ability playing on a rugby field. It might be your confidence in speaking to people, and it might be helping you get to sleep that little bit easier on a night. Um, so. You know that's a that's a massive thing. I've not done that for a couple of months um, now, um, just because of 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 the kind of roller coaster of of what happened and the main goal of the grand final. But it's it's something that I still hold quite in high regard for when things are 
you know, turning not the right way or the way that I want them to be. And uh, you go back to that reticular activating system, all that kind of creating belief and um, positive thoughts. Is, it all comes into the same kind of bubble uh, and it's important to be able to do it. It's, you know, it's, it's massive to be able to do it. So, you know, I hold it in high regard and I will definitely be using it again in the future. Yeah, man. It's, yeah, I, I just find, again, I've kind of lapsed a bit with it recently because I had a really busy period and I had a little journal for it and I finished the journal. So I'm meaning to buy the next one. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, sometimes when things are going all right and you're really busy. It's all right, you don't have to do it, yeah. you know what I mean? But I, I do try and make them habit, so, because mm. there are times I have a good, I was like, I'm still going to do it anyway, but yeah, yeah. like, I don't yeah. overthink it too much. So mm. I think, oh, if I don't do my top three moments, yeah. my brain's going to rewire badly <laughs> yeah, or something. No. But, uh, yeah, and then you go into the way then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but let us know, what, what have you got coming up, Chris? What? Um, ten days of silence. Ten After your ten days of silence, when you come back I'm going to be Buddhist. talking so much. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're going to be talking for ten days' worth. Yeah. Um, coffee. What coffee we'll, we'll have? No, at the moment, uh, Life and Soul was recently on in Barnsley. I think there's a, a few gigs booked in in, uh, in January. And we met up with JJB and Bob Bowman yeah. from the Rhinos this morning to have a chat about maybe linking up and doing some stuff there. Um, and yeah, there's a funding bid coming in while I'm actually on retreat, which hopefully that gets, I can start writing that play and Brilliant. working with stuff with Riptide and just keeping busy, man. And they're always looking at opportunities to, yeah, kind of like grow and, and do things. Really. And, yeah. <laughs> more of these. More of these in the pipeline. I hope people are office fans. Yeah. Um, guilty. Guilty. Um, but with that, mate, I guess we'll wrap that up. Yeah, man. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's good um, and good to hear about your journey, I think, as well, yeah. for a lot of people out there. But yeah, yeah. And congratulations I on winning this. Thank you, sir. Thank you. It's gone now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, that's brilliant. And yeah, we'll, no worries, we'll, man. we'll get me. you in. I think we'll get you on more and um, we'll we'll do some more in, in the future with other guests, I reckon. Dom's not picked his microphone up once. He's just been typing notes away. <laughs> but um, yeah, brilliant. And... Um, thoroughly enjoyed it I reckon we'll just give a shout out to um, mentalitymagazine.com if any people want to look at the retreat just click on to click on to that have a look at the stuff we've got on and is there anything else Dom is there anything else what we've got to kind of where can we find you Chris yeah that's it Twitter CPOConnor87 um, or www.chris-oconnor.co.uk but I need to update that's a bit he's old. got his own site because he's that good at writing just like he's a mad writer um, I'll pay you later Stevie Just yeah yeah. <laughs> hashtag ad <laughs> um, class yeah fantastic is all else mentality wise I'm trying subscribe subscribe yeah, yeah. subscribe yeah we're sending out just five cool points a lot and we'll be sending newsletter out the five cool points just kind of says all the the mad stuff that, that, that we're looking at and, and, and what's going on in the world on our terms because we don't listen to the uh, news so much but it's just what we find really in updating you so subscribe to mentalitymagazine.com have a look at the retreat get in touch if you think anyone would be interested in going on it um, there's still some spaces available and um, there's just something else that's flickering in the distance that I, in the future where I think that we need to name it but there's not is there I think I think that's just my mind playing <laughs> tricks on me again isn't there that's it that's it that's that is it yeah Right, perfect. Thank you for listening. Thanks to the legend Chris O'Connor. Um, 
who came on today. Thanks to Dom for being on hand and a brilliant um, sound man and his input at the end there. <laughs> All the best. God bless.